to be frankly honest with you guys, I'm not even concerned about being canceled by YouTube. So without any further ado, I give you this masterpiece. Hello, <coughs> and welcome to another episode of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. Thank you, Mr. Cool J. You know, his name, the reason it's Lady Loves Cool J is what his name stands for. Um, anyway, if I sound like intoxicated, I'm not, I'm just, it's late. You know, the great thing about being an alcoholic or an experienced alcoholic is you could do like what I do, whereas you day drink and then you feel like shit and then you you eat like top ramen with like an egg and bacon and tons of garlic and ginger because you're overcompensating for all the shit that you did to yourself. And then like you feel like shit and it's hot because it is the summer. And then you drink tons of water. And then you have like one more beer and you're like, I'm back, bitches. And then it turns out to be 1232 in the morning. And you're like, I feel like doing a podcast. And that's what happened to me today. How was your day? Was it good? So um, this show, it's solo, obviously. It is sponsored by our Patreons member for only $1. I'll buy that for a dollar. You get the Power Glove podcast, which is our new video game podcast, um, every Wednesday. Also, if you join the I Got Five Kids to Feed, you will get Slimerick Radios. And uh, those come out on every other Wednesday. And it's not safe for work. That's why it's behind a paywall, obviously. And then if you are a Stop the Bike, Stop the Bike member... Shout out to my two member. I only have two right now. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to like pump up my numbers or whatever. H1N1 Zombies, who is often on the show, and also Nick Neo. Uh, his name isn't actually Nick Neo, but I cannot pronounce his name. It's like Polish or Czech or something. It's like And so I just call him Nick Neo. Um, you get to actually choose what episodes you want to hear. Blame them for the 13 Ghosts episode where I had to hire the Chaz. But also, you get some sick-ass merchandise and you get to choose what we review. Uh, you get one movie a month, which is a pretty cool deal. But, uh, you know, things are subject to change. It, say if like 100 people go in, I can't do 100 episodes a month. Actually, I could. 
don't think I'd have to have a job if I had 100. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. So, um, also, uh, you get some sick merchandise. Our, our hoodies just came in, and they are fresh as fuck. And I don't ever um, get crappy product. Like, it's for this podcast. <laughs> if I get merchandise, it's like top of the line shit. Um, so yeah, if you didn't get your hoodie, you missed out on this one. Sorry, dude. Um, however, uh, our next shell out will be in December. So if you join now before then, and you stay a member, you will get a vinyl record by heaven's heels and perhaps another gift. However, if you already bought that record, you'll get something different. Why am I shilling myself? Oh yeah, because that's what I do for a living now. Um, also I'd like to shout out caps and cork. They are getting big now. Remember, I used to just say they're on Rancho Square and they're like a little shop. They're actually going in distribution in Sacramento, which is pretty huge. For those who don't know, Sacramento is actually the capital, um, the the HUD of California. A lot of people think that, you know, uh, they go, you know, they think it's San Francisco or L.A. It's not. It's actually Sacramento. I said capital. That's. I, th- I think that's the wrong word for it. I don't know. I, it's late. I don't care. Make fun of me all you want. I'm probably smarter than you anyway. I can do your fucking taxes for funsies. Probably get it more right too. <sighs> anyway. So um, I was going to review Jaws today. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Pot is Killing Me and Hoodcast AF, even though Hoodcast AF doesn't shout me up enough because Jonathan knows I'll be his boss within a year. Anyway, um, I was going to do Jaws, and I recorded it twice, and I listened to it, and it was so boring, because you've seen it, obviously. It's one of the greatest movies ever. It was the first ever slumber, uh, slumber, summer blockbuster. It was also the goriest movie that's ever been rated PG. There is more gallons of blood in that movie than most rated R movies, if you think about it. That movie is rated PG. Think about that. I think it came out in 72 or some shit like that. No, maybe a little bit later. Um, Jaws is such a great movie. I don't understand why it only has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. That means one out of 10 people didn't like it. Who hates Jaws? Who watches Jaws and goes, you know what? Just not for me. It's a fucking great movie. Maybe it's because I love sharks so much um, that I get very angry when people don't like that movie. So anyway, I, I sit down. Me and my dad watch it on the cutting room floor here, right? We're, we're watching the movie. I'm taking notes. And, you know, I'm thinking of all the funny lines I'm doing, like with Quint, like, you know, Cage goes in the water. Sharks in the water. <sighs> you know, or like, I got that beat. I got that beat. See this? You know, or the USS Indianapolis story, which the funny thing about that is uh, the US and, uh, USS Indianapolis, a story when Quint is talking to uh, Hooper. Ooh, a car drove by. So weird thing about living in the suburbs. When a car drives by at 12, it's like an event. When I used to live in Vallejo, this shit would happen. Like, you know, sometimes when you live in the suburbs and you do not hear a, uh, a helicopter or a police siren, it's like unnerving. You're like, what? 
in my dream? What's going on? Anyway, um, back to what I was talking about. So speaking of Vallejo, uh, where we used to live and we used to hear, they even called him the ghetto bird, which was a police helicopter. Um, I've had three follow me, by the way, back in the day when you used to party crazy. Uh, the USS Indianapolis actually docked, um, I don't know if it was Fat Man or Little Boy, but one of them um, at Mare Island, which was a seaport. In fact, in the Pacific Ocean at the time, it was the biggest military seaport. And, uh, ooh, my house is haunted. Something just fell. Oh, dude, things are afoot at the Circle K. And I say that because the Circle K just opened. Um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, uh, a nuclear bomb that was placed on the USS Indianapolis, and that's the one that Quint talks about. Where it was shot down by uh, torpedoes by a Japanese sub, and they all bobbed around. I think it was like 3,000 went in and only like, or 2,000 went in and only like, 600 came out or some shit like that. I don't know. Fucking watch the movie. It's it's great. But uh, that actually happened in my home city, my birth city, where I was born. And, uh, you know, it's I'm not going to say it's walking distance from where I am because I'm in the, the right in between town between this and wine country. And it's so funny because it's like going from heaven to hell within 20 miles. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I wrote all these notes about Jaws, you know. And, and I had all these like, you know, like voices I was going to do, you know, like, you know, with those eyes roll back like a doll's eyes, you know, all that stuff. And, and I just couldn't make it funny or entertaining. I don't even think I'm funny entertaining now, but, uh, I really, really tried. I did two takes of it. I listened back and I'm like, I'm fucking bored of myself. I, I, to be fair, I'm not going to play it. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. But to be fair, I do not actually like the sound of my own voice. I always listen to these pre-airing and then post-airing, and that's it. And it's to check for, you know, say someone says something, and it's like, ooh, that can get me canceled again. Um, And then I hear it post to go, what did I, what can I improve on it? kind of thing and i listened to the the two jaws episodes and i'm like fuck man it's not how can you tell people about jaws everyone's fucking seen it and it's funny because this show has become it started out where i was talking about the classics i was talking about alien and predator and uh well robocop came later but terminator was the first episode that officially aired because there was some test episodes that were up and they didn't actually see the light of day if you still have them lucky you because they're not available anymore and there was a few episodes too that had to be taken down to copyright stuff at the time but in general it started out as you and i and we're just sitting down and we're talking and we're talking about movies kind of thing you know and I was reviewing a bunch of movies and being a storyteller, kind of like role-playing it so you could sit in your car and listen to it. And the show has evolved. I, we have tons of guests on here. I have so many, and I'm not bragging, I got people all the time like, when can we do this episode? When can we do And I'm like, you know what, dude? That's on you, man. I'm willing to do it. You got to set a date and actually show up, and we'll fucking knock it out. 
shout out to people who actually show up here and do it because a lot of people make phony promises and, and everything else. And I get it. You got lives, you got kids and everything else. I got five kids to feed kind of thing. Um, but, uh, the show has definitely evolved and it used to just be, I used to have a rule. It had to be a horror sci-fi movie over 20 years old. And now I'm going, it has to be cult sci-fi or retro or horror. So I'm not going to do, I, I, like, I'm not going to do certain movies, obviously, but I am going to do other movies, obviously. Like, I'd rather do um, Killer Tomatoes in France over uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, for instance. Even though I'm still going to do Five Nights at Freddy's, it's just not going to be what you think. Um, I don't know if that episode aired yet, but uh, Jonathan and I actually did that episode like 10 years ago, practically. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, the show has evolved for us doing things that are kind of less known and more culty and also make it funny. You guys have seen Jaws a million times. I know you have. There's nothing really I can add to it. So... I thought, you know what, after recording it a few times, let's talk about some shark movies that are actually great. And I love sharks. They've always scared the shit out of me. In real life, they are the most terrifying creature to me is a great white shark. There's something about the eyes and the teeth and also the helplessness of just being in water and you can't see the bottom. And don't get me wrong, you know, I love swimming. I love to be in water. I don't know. Call me a Pisces or maybe because I just always, I was lucky enough to always kind of had a friend or a relative that had a pool. I love water. I, I love swimming and I love swimming in lakes. Get me near an ocean. I'm like, fuck no, I am not getting near that shit. And when I was a kid, my favorite books were Dangerous Sea Creatures. Was by It was a lifetime book. It just was a bunch of shark pictures, and it was scary as fuck. And that was my favorite shit when I was three. My stepdad, when I was... Then I got really afraid because my stepdad used to fucking... Would find, like, great right, the photos in there and chase me around and go, Rah! Now, first off, Bob Payne, P-A-Y-N-E, by the way, Fuck off, because he's actually a cool guy now. But at the time, he was like 32 and I was like four. Fuck off, because first off, sharks don't growl. At least, I don't think they do. Some uh, shark attack survivors say they do, but they also say that it could be, you know, frequencies from getting slammed. It, it, either way, they don't fucking make audible noises. Um, Yeah, so that scared the shit out of me. And it made my obsession with sharks even deeper to the point where I couldn't even see, um, like if I was scrolling through Twitter or, or, you know, anything online and a shark popped up, I would jump, like physically get a reaction out of it. And now it's to the point where I can't get enough of them. I am terrified of sharks. It's the only thing that scares me. When I was three years old, Jaws, I had it on Laserdisc. It was my favorite fucking movie. I watched it all the time. It was The rotation was that and Godzilla. 
it was either Jaws or Godzilla, like big monster movies. But the crazy thing about sharks, and I think the reason why I like them so much is you don't know when they're about to attack because they're always underwater, right? Your first jump scare is, I mean, in real life, it's a shark just popping out of nowhere and just getting you, you know? And they can attack you from the shallows, or, and we're going to talk about that. They can attack you from in the deep sea, open water, we're going to talk about that. That's, I think that's why sharks are so terrifying. Plus, they have black eyes, like a devil's eyes, they're lifeless eyes, and then they bite you and those eyes roll. There's something super creepy about sharks. So, like I said, we're not going to do Jaws. And instead, I thought I would pick out movies that are almost as good as Jaws. Now, Jaws is awesome. Okay, I'm just going to give it to you right now on the Evergreen Tomatoes meter. Jaws is a 97. I think that's a pretty good fucking score. I, I, I really do. Including the score. The fucking music in it is great. But what we're going to do is we're going to actually, you and I, we're going to sit down. And if you don't like trailers, go fuck yourself. And I'm not just bumping this over to, uh, you know, eat up time. We're actually going to sit here. We're going to watch some trailers of my five favorite shark movies that are not Jaws. And I did do a little research on these movies, and I have seen them a bunch of times. And as you saw with the intro, the first... Oh, another car. What? Maybe I should close the studio door, but it kind of makes it more exciting. Like Maybe a shark will like fly in here. Okay. We're going to start... With 1999, you know exactly what I'm going to play. Deep Blue Sea. Here we go. We're going to watch trailer together, by the way. Okay, here we go. Have you ever known anyone with Alzheimer's? No. What if you could end all that By the way, Alzheimer's? Hold on for a second. By the way, am I the only one that thought it was called Oldtimer's disease? Until you saw it actually printed out, I really thought it was old timers. Alzheimer's? Old timers? You know, it's kind of like some people say blessing in disguise, and other people think it's blessing in the skies, which both make sense. By the way, why do people fucking say both? There's no fucking air. It's both and it's milk. It's not milk and both, or it is both. Now I'm fucked up. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so apparently, Alzheimer's means we need to start fucking with sharks. All right, let's continue. The results that'll skyrocket your stock price. In the most advanced research facility in the world. Wait a minute. All right. If this movie is so fucking advanced, or this research facility, I don't know if you guys noticed, but every time anyone climbs a ladder, it breaks. And also. There's pressure-treated windows, underwater sea facilities in this. A shark, okay, this is not physically possible. Or, and I don't mean like physically like the shark is strong. I mean like in physics. There's a scene in this movie where a shark throws a dude on a gurney and he cracks a window. That's impossible. 
It just cannot happen. If that window was made to handle that much pressure underwater, it wouldn't happen. Secondly, if you were to grab a dude in a gurney, I don't care if you were fucking Superman and you try to throw it, that doesn't happen. It can't. Like physically, it would go whoop and then just sink. That's what it would do. It would go whoop. It actually makes it sound whoop and sink. Okay, moving on. Sorry. Wow. Beneath its glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. A team of specialists is working against the clock. I will tell you this, though. For 1999, the sharks in here look pretty good. I mean, this movie is 24 years old as we speak. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's worth a watch. Did someone order the fish? On an experiment. Oh, fun fact. That dude right there, the guy, the someone order a fish, that's the dude from um, fucking Salton Sea. Uh, he, he's, at least I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I think that's the guy from, we're just going to say it's the guy from Salton Sea. Val Kilmer movie. It's really awesome. We'll cover it later. To benefit mankind. Sharks never show any loss of brain activity as they age. We're this close to the reactivation of human brain cell. But before they can save millions of lives. Tell me I didn't see that. They recognize that gun. It's impossible. Sharks do not swim backwards. They can't. They'll have to find. Okay. I was just about to say sharks can't swim backwards, but they addressed it. So. What can I do? Okay, movie. Kudos to you. A way to save their own. Oh, this came out July 30th. Maybe I should air this on July 30th. You know what? Fuck it. This episode's coming out July 30th. There you go. Happy just birthday, the, the world. You, do to those sharks? you know what's weird is, like, uh, we're just... It's so weird how things come together. When we aired the craft episode that came out on um, the main chick's birthday, Nancy, it actually came out on her birthday and we didn't even know when we obviously when we did Bill and Ted, it was episode 69. We aired it on, uh, you know, June 16, uh, 69. And um, yeah, it, it's just isn't it weird how that kind of happens? Like life's strange little coincidences. Anyway. June, July 30th. Did you feel something? Jim and I use gene therapies to increase their brain mass. What is that? As a side effect, the sharks got smarter. Somebody, please, tell me what that is. Oh, this is the scene I was talking about. Yeah, that, that can't happen, dude. Also, that glass would not... Okay, hold on. That glass doesn't break like that. That glass is like super layers of polymore and, and, and like... It's not glass. By the way, fun fact, glass is neither liquid nor solid. That shit is like heavy, heavy different kind of layers of plastic. And it's a composite. It doesn't crack like that. Even Okay, if it were, it would dent. And it would make a little like clip. Like, have you have you ever been to a, like a hockey game or you know that that shit they have around the the rink? That's what that's made out of. Picture that times like a hundred. Not even like a hundred. 
that times 100, there's no fucking way that you can have oxygen underwater with glass. Think about it. You know what? And, this is the reason why scuba gear, right? They don't use glass. It's a fucking, and I'm not talking about like scuba, like you have a little snorkel and shit. I'm talking about like deep diving shit. They can't, you can't use glass. Anyway, back to the trailer. I'm actually liking this episode. This is fun. Coming to a theater July 30th, 1999. Isn't it weird to say 19? Like, I almost said 2000. Oh, man, to grow up in the 90s. It was good times. Good times. Um, all right. I'm just going to give you a brief little thing about Deep Blue Sea, and we'll move on. It is a good movie. Uh, and what I mean by good is it's a fun watch. It's not... <laughs> Someone just contacted me. Oops. Oh, someone contacted me saying I like Pokemon Blue better than Red. I have no idea what that has to do with the episode, but there it is. It happens on the show, and you know I don't edit because I do radio, not podcasting. Um, yeah, Deep Blue Sea is uh, it's it's a good watch. It's a fun movie. Um, it has one of the craziest deaths ever when Samuel Jackson goes. I'm sick of these motherfucking sharks on this motherfucking play. Uh, I'm sick of these motherfucking sharks on this month. See, see, factory. See, I'm sick of these motherfucking sharks on the sea lab. And then a shark just comes and eats him, and you think he's going to be the hero. And you're like, whoa, shit. Okay. It's like one of the most rememberable deaths you've ever seen in a movie. That alone is worth it. And also the LL Cool J song that, that I played originally is, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, the sharks look cool. There's a bunch of dumb deaths. There's a couple of, uh, th there's a lot of good, um, I'm not going to say booby scenes, but of course, you know, the main chick has to remove clothes for reasons and um totally worth it uh the death scenes are kind of cool no animals were harmed in the making of this movie there's a parrot that you know la and then at the end l cool j becomes like a level 12 cleric and he can cast spells and he has a lighter and it's magical because it could set like sharks on fire and not kill him but uh yeah, uh, defies the laws of physics, but it's a fun movie. So there you go. That's my number five movie. Now we're going to go to number four. So remember, I was going to say this is the top five movies that are not Jaws because Jaws is just fantastic. Did I talk about how great Jaws is? I think I did. I, th I think I talked about Jaws. I think. So now we're going to go to a movie that was only made for 130 
$1,000, that's it. Meaning I could sell my house with my current mortgage and fund a movie like this. And it made something crazy. Like, I don't think it made like 30 or I think it made like 25 or 26. It was like right in there, million dollars. So quite the investment. Now let's do my mean girl. Oh, I didn't give uh deep blue C my rating. Um, I'm going to give it a uh, 72% on the Evergreen's tomatoes meter. That That's my final ranking. Um, anyway, mean girls math, $80 million to make. And it only brought in 83 and yeah, look at that movie. It didn't need to cost that much. I don't even think it should have cost 8 million. That movie should have been shit. I could do that movie for like 300,000 easy. Anyway, um, so this movie I'm about to uh, tell you about, it only cost 130 and it made almost 30. I think it made 24, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it's based on a true story and it's written by a couple who are professional scuba divers. And it's, and what I mean by based on a true story, it actually happened to a couple and, uh, they were on the rocks. Their relationship was a little weird, at least in the movie. And in real life, they were like in the Peace Corps or some shit like that. And um, a couple of divers, they they were all on a diving trip. And another couple went in and went out. And they did a head count and didn't check last names. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Open water. Let's go ahead and check out the trailer. I'm having fun here. You guys having fun? I'm having fun. I like it when we're having fun together. You know, sometimes it seems like, oh, oh, shit. Other people go on vacations and spend their days laying around. We have a story we're going to be telling for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Lionsgate bought this, by the way, for $2.6 million after it was already filmed. Daniel, where's the boat? That's a good question. Okay, first off, right now, I'm already fucking terrified. This is the, one of the only movies that ever scared me because I've had a nightmare pre and post this movie, but mainly pre, obviously, where I've been stranded out in the middle of nowhere in the water alone in just nothing. No horizon to see, just endless blue. That's another reason why I think Castaway is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen is um, there's something about just being in the ocean and just, you know what? You're in the abyss. I mean, I even, the best song I ever wrote, it, Heaven's Heels, if you want to look it up, The Abyss, it's, it's I I associate that with like, you know, hell is a fiery pit of doom where demons fuck you in the ass. Okay. That sounds way better than being in the middle of the ocean because that's straight paranoia and purgatory. It's the scariest thing to me. So I'm already, I've seen this movie only twice and I'm already getting chills again. And like I said, based on a true story, I feel really fucking bad for the people that had to go through this anyway. As we are stuck in the middle of the ocean. 
Oh god. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. You also gotta remember there's dehydration and starvation. This can't be happening. As harrowing a film as it comes, I agree with that. Open water. So what do I give this? Well, because it's such a low-budget film, and it's filmed so good. I mean, you don't see too many of the sharks, but I always say this, man. Less history, more mystery. With I, I don't like to see the monsters very often, and I actually don't think... There's shark footage... But you don't see any of the attacks, and the ending is so fucking sad. The ending is so sad of this movie that I'm not even going to give it away um, if you haven't seen it, because a lot of a lot of people haven't. This was like one of those movies that came out kind of like Blair Witch, where it was a must see to if you were there at the time, meaning. If you were at a certain age group and you liked a certain kind of movies, this was on your list. And then a year later, it just it went away. Um, but uh, definitely check it out. Um, if you haven't seen Open Water, it's a it's if you like shark movies and you want to actually be scared, go see this movie. Just know, though. This is a uh, grower, not a shower. It's it's not like Freddy vs. Jason or, you know, where you're going to see death like immediately. It's, you know, it's all foreplay. And then even when they're in the water, it's foreplay. This is not a movie that's like act one is build up. Act two is, you know, this and then climax. And then act three is wear down. This movie is just a scale of anxiety. And it even ends that way. There's no conclusion to it. Well, there is, but I mean, it's it's just it. It is not what you think it's going to be. You think maybe, maybe something good is going to happen in this movie, and it doesn't. Um, and I didn't even give enough away because if you actually watch it, the ending is fucking just so depressing, and it's not what you expect. Like the whole time you think something good is going, like maybe something good's going to happen and it doesn't. And that brings me to our next movie. Oh, by the way, Open Water, just to let you guys know, I want to give out this. That was 2003, I believe. So now we're going to 2000 and I want to say 15 or 16. Let's take a look. Um, yeah, I think, I think this is 2015. We're going to take a look at my number three shark. Oh, um, did I give open water a ranking? I'm going to give it a 78. If I said something earlier, then fuck it. I'm giving you 78 now, and that's my final stance.
All right, so now we're going to go to another movie, and it's another shark movie, and you're going to see a little pattern emerging here from here on out. Another based on a true story movie. Um, I believe this movie takes pl- uh, place in like I think like Mexico or Costa Rica, but uh, it actually happened in Australia. And um, if you haven't, I think in real life the girl lost her arm. But uh, here we go. It's about a real great white attack, and it's called The Shallows. And it came out in June 24th. Fuck, man. What are all these shark attack movies coming out in some... I mean, it makes sense. But you know what's really funny? I actually looked up the behind the behind the movie, blah, blah, blah. And most of these shark attacks that are based on a true story happen in March. Like, almost all of them were from March 8th through March 24th. Because that's when they go to Australia. Great whites, they mate over in um, San Francisco, you know, by where I live. That's where they're like, fuck. That's, you know, they hang out at the gay bars. You know, they get some booze in them. They eat some homeless people. They fuck. And then they go down to the Aussies and, oi, mate. And they look for, like, white people to eat. And they repeat that process. So anyway, uh, yeah. Here we go. The Shallows trailer. If you don't like this episode, then fucking watch the trailers with me. Maybe it'll be more fun. Now, this movie, I think the shark looks better than the other two. Well, on open water, you don't don't see it, but... Hold up. I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but this movie, even though it was based on a true story, is almost an exact ripoff of a Goosebumps book. You remember those? When the <laughs> the book van would drive up when you're in elementary school, when you're in like in third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. There was a um, Goosebumps book that is exactly the plot of this. Where a girl cuts her foot on the reef and goes on a rock in a hammerhead shark. Well, this one's a great white, which is scary. Because let's be honest, a hammerhead shark isn't that, like, creepy, honestly. If I saw a hammerhead shark coming at me, like, dude, really? I can't even see your evil eyes. They're on the side. You look stupid. Fucking hammerhead shark and shit. Where's my fucking hammer? I'll tell you where it is, bitch. Okay, I must say that this movie, even though she's injured and she throws up and it's gross, the cleavage factor in this movie is fucking fantastic. I mean, she wears like panties basically and she wears like a zip up uh, wetsuit thing. And she stops it exactly like Metal Gear Snake Eater status. Like, right, right perfect. Where you're just like, if I were to throw a hot dog and that was a really good aim, it'd go bloop. I'm not being sexist here. I'm stating facts. Watch this movie. All right, let's get back to it. 
you could tell I'm being quiet. Oh, that's a good shot of the shark. Oh man, they make it look like it's like a. They make it look like it's like 20 feet long, man. That's that's a good shot. The shark looks great in this movie. Now I will say this, and it's kind of weird because it's Canadian film, believe it or not. Um, the movie looks really good until it's nightfall. And then their CGI kind of falls apart. Luckily, it's kind of few and far between. The ending of this movie is fucking ridiculous. It makes... One of the problems I have with Jaws is the ending is kind of stupid. Is uh, And also, they there's a... It's not stupid. It's just they allude to it early on in the movie about with the air tank. And they say air tank again. And they keep saying air tank, air tank, air tank. I think they allude to it three times before you actually see uh, the end. But um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. But at least you kind of have like an idea of what's going to happen. In this movie, it's like ridiculous impalement at the end. I'm going to give it away, but you got to see it. Also, she is like a spirit animal that's like a seagull. And they mention all the time that she's a medical student. I think they mentioned that like four or five times. And so that's why she's able to like heal her wound. She gets bit by the shark early on and she like bleeds like a gallon of blood and then like comes to, you know, this rock and it's low tide. And there's this like whale and the shark's feeding on the whale. And then there's this drunk guy that like, you know, cause she's surfing. Um, there's like actually a really cool shot though when she's surfing and you see this hip wave and you see the shark within the wave. I'm gonna give this movie bonus points for that because that shot alone is terrifying. That's like one of the scariest things ever. And it's one of those things where it's only on screen for like a second. So if you were to look over to your wife or grab some popcorn or look for another beer, you'd miss it. And it's, it is a fucking scary scene. I put The Shallows at my number three of the best shark movies, excluding Jaws. So what are you going to do next, Zach? Well, you, you already got bl Deep Blue Sea. You knew that was coming. You got open water. I mean, you know, you got The Shallows. What's coming out now? You're probably not going to guess the next one. But here we go. I love this movie. Again, based off true events. Now, I would like you to know that in the shallows, every time this bitch is on her phone and she's on it like 30 minutes during the movie, you actually see it on screen, kind of like the show You. And her phone, even though it has like two bars, she's able to like post all these videos and stuff. I, re I really hate it. It throws you out of the movie. And it's like, I thought I'm watching a shark movie. Why does it feel like I'm watching you? And then like the dude's going to be there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This movie, I like a lot more. It's the same premise. And like I said, it, uh, it takes place on Australia, um, in the great barrier reef and based on a real true story. Um, and it's about a bunch of boaters and a storm happens and their boat gets capsized. This movie came out and I want to say 2010. We're just going to say 2010. It's my show. And it still holds up. The sharks look great. 
way better than Deep Blue Sea. Um, I, I think it's one of the scariest shark movies. Uh, I'm gonna. It's my second favorite, excluding Jaws, and uh, it's called The Reef. Let's take a look. Yeah, I think it is 2010. It's an Australian movie, by the way. If I'm quiet, that's because I'm enjoying it. Signet Reef. What's there? You'll see. Don't you, don't you love Australian accents, though? They always make me happy. So yeah, the boat hits a coral reef. They're capsized. Well, in real life, it was a storm, but they start sinking, and they have to get like flotation devices. Now, in real life, there was only three, but in this movie, I, there's five. Yeah, one of them stays behind. I remember that. I haven't seen this movie in a minute. I haven't seen this movie since I had a girlfriend. What? Never mind. We'll leave that for another podcast. Something following us. Susie, you're freaking me out. Get it? Because I've been married for like longer than this movie's been out. That's a shot. Oh shit! That was a good jump. Even in the dude, I almost shat my pants. I think I had a wet fart. Definitely gonna have to change. Like, take a look after this. Now, here's another thing. Real quick. All right. Dude, the effects in this movie are fucking fantastic, and they actually use real footage. I could tell the difference between... This is the one of the things that I don't like about Jaws. The shark looks fake as fuck. Back in the day, on film, you couldn't tell. Now, on like Blu-ray and DVD, you're like, mm, doesn't help us. There's a couple of scenes that do. There's a couple of scenes that don't. Let's put it that way. Um... I like open water and I like this movie a lot because the survival rate in these movies are low to nil. Uh, the shallows though, it's like, you know, she's going to escape. I'm not going to give this ending away either, but man, is it grim and awesome and the effects are great and they actually use real shark footage and fuck man if you haven't seen the reef there's a reason why it's my second favorite shark movie besides jaws i give it a 91 evergreen tomatoes meter oh that's a great scene Ah, pray that you drown first. Oh, what a great tagline. All right, number one. But first off, honorable mentions. And you know what? It's not on those honorable mentions. 
Sharknado can go suck a thousand bags of dicks. Fuck that movie. That movie's stupid. If you like that movie, unsubscribe to my podcast right now and go find the most blunt objects such as a spoon and just start shoving them up your ass because that's what you are. Fuck Sharknado. People that like stupid movies, go watch Twister. It's better. And Scott Bill Paxson in it. He rocks. Um, fuck Sharknado. Uh, I'd rather watch Santa Jaws. That's a real movie, by the way. It's free on Amazon. Go see Santa Jaws. Uh, honorable mention, Zombie. Um, it's an Italian film starring a zombie, but he does fight a shark, so it counts. Um, other honorable mentions. Uh, 47 Meters Down, Unchained. Great movie. Um, it's about these like prehistoric blind sharks that live in like a Mayan ruin, and it's really cool. It makes it kind of like a survival horror kind of feel to it. I really like it. Uh, Jaws of Revenge is so good. The goddamn the shark Bruce screams and goes, roar, roar, roar. <laughs> It's so dumb, but it's great. And it's like the shark is like a, a, a Michael Myers kind of character where it follows around the family. And it's it's so, oh, God, it's so good. It's it's so dumb and it's so good. And it's got like the worst Jamaican accent ever. It's like almost as bad as like Futurama. Um, definitely worth a watch. Uh, fuck, what else, man? Um other honorable mentions. I'm trying to think because there's not a lot of... Does Piranha 3D count? Okay, it's not a shark movie, but if you haven't seen Piranha 3D, you need... Or 3DD, rather, you need to watch that movie. That movie's fucking hilarious, and David Hasselhoff is in it, and it even plays the Baywatch music when he goes and fights them. <coughs> that movie is a slasher movie in the water. I know it's not technically a shark. Totally worth watching, though. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's just so good. There's a lot of shark movies out there. I'm not even going to put Meg on this list of movies, so many shark movies that just suck entire fucking bags of cocks. Yeah, Meg wasn't good. Even with Justin Statham on a fight of shark. But it wasn't even that good. Like, I watched it, and it was one of those things where, like, you know when you rent it, on like Amazon, you can like watch it for like two or three days or whatever. And I was like, nah, that's cool. Don't really have any fucking. And maybe also because it's giant, it makes it less scary. Anyway, um, yeah. So there's that. Number one, my favorite shark movie, getting a straight up ninety. I know two percent on the Evergreen Tomatoes scale is. 2017's 47 Meters Down. Let's watch it. I want to make a toast. Thank you so much for... Even in the trailer, they give a false scare where they're sitting in a pool and she pushes her over and you see like her beverage that's red goes in the water. Love it. I think Mandy Moore is in this. I think that's Mandy Moore. Seriously, you have to try. It's totally safe. Welcome aboard. Oh yeah, that the the guy. Um, that's um, fucking Private Joker. <coughs> <coughs> Holy shit, that's Private Joker. 
Wow. Dude, I just, I've seen this movie four or five times, maybe. I did not put that. That's fucking Private Joker. Wow. Kate, I don't know about this. Adios. Dude, that cage looks... Okay, first off, the sharks are great in this. That cage looks like a bag full of tetanus. Like, even when she touches them, I'm like, bitch, you just got tetanus. The sharks in this look great, too. You could tell a lot right there. I'm looking at it. A lot of that is actual footage, which I like it when they do that. Except for in Jaws, because Bruce does not look like, wow, that looks good. Yeah, that's real footage. What was that? Now, I don't know if this movie is based off true events, but apparently it's based on a bunch of stories kind of amalgam together. The other probably thing I hate about this is even when we're talking about the trailer right here at uh, we're like a minute 51 seconds in um the first like act is just these two girls like doing girls gone wild and partying and and it's boring and you, it also does that same fucking thing with the cell phone where you seeing her text her ex and posting shit on Instagram and it's like what does that have to do I know it's character backstory, but at least in the shallows, it makes sense because it's telling the story that she like was uh, involved with medicine. So that's why she's able to patch herself up. And this one is just like, I broke up my boyfriend and I want to throw some cool photos of sharks on my Instagram to win him back. But they fucking beat it to death. And I don't know if it's to add airtime because I think this is under 90 minutes. That being said, I really like this movie. Whenever I see a shark movie, I, I go in going, this movie's going to suck, but I hope I'm entertained. This movie's actually great. All right, back to the movie. Sorry. Now, this is one of the really cool things about this movie. They do that kind of abyss stuff because... It's not only a shark movie, it's an isolation movie of how much oxygen do we have? How much time do we have? Can we contact, you know, top side, you know, and the sharks are looming. At a certain point, the cage goes up and they think they're going to be saved. And then the winch breaks, it falls down and it crushes one of their legs. And then it becomes like really really like nail biting where you know they can't swim up because if they do you know they'll they're they'll suffer anoxia their blood will boil so they start sending down like tanks and people to try to get them and just one by one they're forded off by these sharks it's really good dude it's really good a lot of people shit on this movie this movie's fucking amazing out of every shark movie Besides Jaws. This is the only one that's actually really... Well, the sequel is good, too. But this is the best of... Uh, let's play the rest of the trailer. How deep are we? 47 meters. I'm so scared. We have to get back up to the top. By the way, 47 meters is almost exactly three football fields. Wait. No, wait, no, no, hold on. 47 meters is about 
60% of a football field. My bad. My math got fucked up. Remember, it is late. As I record this right now, it's 126. But yeah, it's about uh, 60% of a football field. So that's pretty far. You know, sharks and shit. There you go. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever dived. I know I keep interrupting. If you guys ever went to like a deep pool, I mean like a 15 foot deep pool, like it it will fuck with you, man. Like if you dive down and then go back up, it, it, you yeah, it's, oof, it's, it's something. That's only three. Wait, hold on. A 15 foot pool would be what? Four meters? Five meters? Four? Four and a half? There you go. Sharks in this look pretty good too. And they actually use real footage, which I love. I'm also going to say this. The ending of this movie is fan-fucking-tastic. It's got one of my favorite movies. Not only a shark movie, but just in general. So those are my top five shark movies. And I uh, don't have much else to say. I've been rambling on for a minute. Go check them out. Um, watch the trailer. If the trailer hits you, hit it. If you think I'm an idiot, then why have you listened this far? So thank you for listening to the Knife Party Podcast. And I think I need to take a shit and then return some videotapes. Good night.